Good morning. It's time now for Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. The Flora Assembly of God has Sunday school this morning at 930, the morning worship service at 1030. They have a 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study. And now, here's Pastor Lee Woods. A lot of times God, a lot of times God knows exactly what we need and how we should do things. And sometimes we let the flesh rule us instead of the spirit. But um, we're going to start off here. Um, you know, Noah had to listen to God. You know, Noah had never seen rain before. And God told Noah, hey, you need to go build an ark. And first off, you know, we, we see, we know what rain is and everything, but Noah had never seen rain. He had never had rain. And so if God would have told us that today, you, you need to build an ark, we would have probably tried our hardest to build that ark. Why? Well, because we've, we've seen rain. We've seen it. We've had it. We had a lot last couple of days. We've had a lot, but God has showed us and told us many th times in the word to do this one thing, but do we do it continuously? And that's prayer. And he also has told us, you know, that we, we should um, be fasting. And um, if you do that, that's great. I know that, you know, I know that we probably, none of us pray as much as we should. We have many examples in the Word for prayer. One of them, I, I don't even have it in here, but it's uh, the Lord's Prayer. And we'll get into that one day. Um, but the Lord's Prayer is a good example. But in if we look in the Word of all the examples we had, Daniel was a good example. You know, um, he prayed at least three times a day. That's, I mean, the word tells us he, you know, he would open the, he would pray in, in uh, at least three times. He didn't, um, he didn't want to tell, he was, he didn't want to be thrown in, he did, excuse me, hang on a minute. He didn't want to be, he didn't wait to the last minute to start praying. He prayed every day without ceasing. He, he knew that, that he served a God and, you know, he, he didn't even have the Holy Spirit to help him and guide him like we do. He just had examples. But he prayed three times a day. And if he hadn't have prayed three times a day, I imagine those lions, when he was thrown in the lion's den, would have been where they would have had some good supper. But with him honoring God first and doing what God wanted him to do, he was saved from those lions. And if we think about it, you know, sometimes we wait to the very last thing. We use prayer as a last resort, and prayer should be our first resort. If we would 
if we would do that first, we would keep ourselves out of a lot of uh, difficulties and problems. Another example was Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. You know, I'm sure that they, they did serve God, and if they hadn't have served him and worshipped him, then when they were thrown in the fiery furnace, they would have been the ones that died and not the, ones that, not the servants that threw him in. You know, they trusted God, but do you think that they wasted time and didn't pray? Nope, they prayed or they wouldn't have been saved. In Luke, uh, the second chapter, verse 37, it talks about a prophetess, Anna, and she served God, and she, she fasted and prayed night and day. She did it continuously. She, she did it all the time. Well, I don't have time to do that. Well, sometimes we, we need to take the time for God first and put these material things to the side and the things about us that, that are there. We need to uh, always put God first. When you put God first, then everything else will fall into place. Will it always go smoothly? No, it don't always go smoothly, but we know who our source is. We know that God is the center of, of whatever we're doing if we walk in his footsteps. You know, it, there's a scripture that talks about the footsteps of a righteous man are ordered by God. Well, we can walk out of those footsteps if we don't stay in tune with God and pray. That's our communication to God, is prayer. And it'd be like if you had a, a girlfriend or a boyfriend or a husband or wife and, and you never communicated with them, do you think your relationship would grow? No. It would go to the, to the side. It wouldn't be anything because you're not talking to each other. And prayer is our communication to God. Prayer is something we need to do on a continuous basis with God to commune with him, to let him talk to us and speak to us. You know, the thing is, it's something to where we don't pray just to get things. We don't pray just to say, God, I want this. God, I want a new house. I want a new car. We don't, that's not, that's not what we should do. We pray and ask God, God, what would you have me to do? Where would you have me to go? Who would you have me to help? Lord, I want to be a helper, a, a servant of you. You know, sometimes you, you uh, people might think you help too many people, but that's not true. You know, God's, God is, we're here put on this earth to help people. In um, Luke, the first chapter, um, 5 through 13, it talks about Elizabeth and Zacharias. And, you know, it's something to where God can do the impossible thing if we have the faith to believe that. But here they are up in years and, and they didn't have any children. And, you know, Elizabeth, she was barren and she was stricken in years. And the thing is, they just, they knew they weren't going to be able to have any, any children. But the angel of the Lord came to them and said, you know, you're going to have a child. And like many of us, Zacharias kind of, he thought, yeah, right, that, that's not going to happen because, you know, my wife's older and, and that's just not going to happen. But it says in verse uh, 18, Luke, Luke 1, 18, it says, And Zacharias said unto the angel, Whereby shall I know this? 
for I am an old man, and my wife well stricken in years. And the angel answered, said unto him, I am Gabriel, who stands in the presence of God, and I am sent to speak unto you and to show you these glad tidings. And behold, see he doubted, and behold, ye shall be dumb. He couldn't speak. He, the angel took his, his uh, speaking. Maybe that was so that he wouldn't speak negative or something. I never thought about that. But, you know, it says, and, and not be able to speak until the day that these things shall be performed. Because you believed not my words, which shall be fulfilled in this season. You know, they and, and they brought forth, you know, they had a, a wonderful son. And the thing is, it's something to where sometimes we don't, sometimes we stop God from doing something by our words. And that's something else we can talk about another day. But, you know, prayer, prayer is so important. It talks about in Luke, the fifth chapter, verse 33, it talks about how the, um, uh, where the disciples, how the disciples went and prayed. And uh, it's fifth chapter, I'm in the wrong chapter, fifth chapter in um, verse 33, it talks about where John prayed and fasted. You know, a lot of times, well, why do we need to fast? Well, fasting gets us closer to God. Fasting is something to where, um, it's where you're sacrificing something and putting God before that thing, you know, like uh, maybe mine. Mine would be I could fast cokes. I love coke. I love to drink coke. And the thing is, if I would leave my cokes alone and pray, then you know we might see greater things on some some things. And sometimes we have to do that because God talks to us and He says, you know, I want you to do this particular thing. We think we are doing great if we pray for fifteen or. 30 minutes some of us only pray five minutes but the thing is you know the word tells us that we're supposed to pray without ceasing oh well sister paula i can't do that i just there's no way i can pray all the time well if you're talking to god on a continuous basis that's praying when you're you know you don't have to get down and and be on your knees continuously praying you can talk to god when you're doing the dishes when you're when you're uh, driving the car, you know, the thing is, it, it's where you can just communicate with him and, and just open up your heart and, and, and then listen. And then there's time for you to open the word and let God show you in the word, you know, when you're praying. It says, some of these prayed all night. I don't, you know, the thing is... Um, how bad do we want to see God move? That's something, you know, how bad do we really want to see God do something in our lives? Do we just call on God when we get sick? When we find out that we uh, just got a report back from the doctor and that, that we have cancer or, or that we have uh, arthritis or if we have, uh, you know, some ailment, do we just call and, and just start to want to pray then? That's, that's a good thing to do, but we should have been praying before all of that happened. And so if we weren't, then that's a good place to start and to continue to pray. 
and not once you get healed to stop because that's something, you know, God is not just a quick order like McDonald's going through there. Well, Lord, I need this. I need this. And then whenever you receive whatever it is you're asking for, then to just drop it and say, okay, I don't need you anymore, Lord. That's what a lot of people do. And that's so sad because, you know, God is the God that healeth and delivereth, and he loves us. Jesus gave his life that we could be able to pray and, to, you know, to have salvation. And without that, you know, without that sacrifice that he was willing to do, we wouldn't be able to have communion with God. We would still have to be going to the priest and having the priest give the sacrifice, you know. And a lot of people, you know, we think that's crazy, but, you know, who knows what we would have really had to do. But Jesus died so that we might have life and that we could have that communication where we could talk to God one-on-one. Are we willing to sacrifice our time? You know, it says we may not have time to go uh, to lunch, but the thing is, you've got time to sit at that desk for five minutes or ten minutes and just, you know, say a short prayer. You don't have to be loud. God hears a small, still voice just as well as he hears somebody shouting and yelling. Sometimes I think he hears us more so when we're quiet and just commune with him you know it church it is time that we need to lift up each other it is a time that we need to start looking who we can pray for i in acts the 12th chapter and i mean the 12th chapter the first verse this is a lot and i and i'm not going to read all of it but you take it and read it today it talks about you know how um, they had persecution and it talks about how Peter was thrown into prison and it goes down and and you know they were praying for Peter to be released and and then when Peter was released and he was knocking on the door they were all shocked and they, they, it was almost like they, they didn't believe that their prayers had been answered. And, you know, when you pray, you have to believe that your prayers are going to be answered. But in this particular thing, he, they were, you know, they were shocked that it was, that Peter was there. So when we pray, we have to believe that God is going to answer those prayers. Are we praying for our church family? Are we praying for our friends? Are we praying for the lost? If we're not praying for those people, who is praying for those people? Well, I don't really care for that person. Well, if you don't care for that person, you better pray that God gives you a love for them because you're wrong. But in the same sense, you need to pray that God gives you a love for that person and you need to pray for that person. I had a friend one time, um, he was really, he was a good friend and, and, uh, he loved God and, but he was not doing the things he knew that God wanted him to. And I said, you know, I, I prayed for him every day, probably five, six times a day, just when I, his name would come up. And the thing was, he, he told me one time, he says, 
please don't ever quit praying for me. Please don't stop. And you know, sometimes if you're not praying for that person, who's praying for them? Have you ever thought about who's praying for, for um, our government? You know, who's praying for, for the people that are out there? It's our responsibility, church, to pray for everyone. And do you have to name them by name? No. God hears your prayer. He knows exactly who you're praying. God has told us to put on his armor, and but there is more than, than that to do. And today in Ephesians, and I'm running out of time here, but in Ephesians, the sixth chapter, 10 through 17, look that up today. The thing is, it's, and just read that, it's the battlefield is out there and prayer is our weapon. When you use prayer to fight your battles and the word of God to fight your battles, God is always in control as long as we let him be there. So today, pray for somebody you haven't prayed for for a long time. Reach out to somebody that you know that has a need. And you know, when you start when you start praying for others and you're standing in right with God and you're doing what God wants you to do and, and doing those footsteps, God will see what you have need of. He will, he will meet your need way beyond what you could ever think of if you're following him first and not asking. The thing is, sometimes... Sometimes we need to look what we can do for others and not worry about ourselves. We are supposed to be like Christ, and Christ was not selfish because he gave his all, and we should give our all. Let's pray. Lord, I just thank you for today. I thank you, Lord, that you are our God that we can come to at any time of the day, any time of the night. Lord, when the storms come, we can, we can ask you to help us through those storms. Lord, you guide us in every area. Lord, I ask you just to help us to pray the word. Lord, you've given us so many examples of what we should pray and how we should pray. And Lord, I ask you, Lord, that you will just help us and guide us in every way, that you will just lift our friends up and, and, and Lord, that we will do what we would have to do. And Lord, that we will pray for everyone that you bring to our mind and to our spirit. And Lord, that we'll be able to minister to people because of your love. And Lord, let us love people like you love. Lord, we love you and we praise you. And we thank you for this in Jesus name. Amen. You've been listening to Pastor Lee Woods of the Flora Assembly of God Church, located at 730 Seminary Street in Flora. Sunday school is at 930 this morning. The morning worship service, including a children's service, is at 1030. A 6 o'clock evening service tonight and a 7 o'clock Wednesday night Bible study.